Welcome to another sunny day in Innsmouth. This time you're listening to Retirement and Realizations. It looks like clear skies that'll last into the night, when we'll all be gathering to celebrate the retirement party of the man, the myth, the legend, Timothy J. Pilchard. It's not every job where you can say you'll miss your boss, but I'm lucky enough to have one here in Innsmouth. wait to get to Johannathlay and not have to worry about tying the golden tie. It helps to look presentable. Tim's a pillar of the community. Come to think of it, he might be your daydone father. What? Or is he the twins' daydone father? Their hydra's Mrs. Marsh. She'd never let me forget that. But who stood for their daydone father? Oh, for Dagon's sake! You're still getting Finn ready? Patience. Patience. The art of a well-tied tie is important. I may have been the pinkest, most angular-looking young man Innsmouth had ever seen, but I always tied my tie properly. Yes, yes, I know. And your mother took notice. Spare me the stories. Let's get to the party. It'll be midnight before you know it. All in good time. There. Is your sister ready? Oh, yeah. She's not going. What? She isn't feeling well. You didn't seem sick this morning. I'm just the messenger, Dad. If you're so worried about poor little Cora, go check on her. Cora, you alright? I'm not going. Can I come in for a moment? Sweetheart, I just want to talk. Whether or not you go to Tim's retirement party is up to you. Haven't been let in like that since you were... what? Fifteen? It's almost a little nostalgic. Hey, what's wrong? There are more skills now. Sweetheart, they're wonderful. You've got your mother's skills. A nice great dream. It just feels wrong. I don't look like I used to. I just look stuck in between here and Johannesley. You're going to be there soon enough. And there's that too. I just got used to being who I am. Can't I stay like that for a little while longer? Cora, honey, I'm sorry to tell you again, but things are changing. I couldn't change this for you even if I wanted to. You're just growing up. Trying under puberty was bad enough. Fair enough. You don't have to go to the party if you don't want to. But I'd really like to have all of us first there. Not just because I enjoy your company. If Mrs. Marsh sees that I'm not keeping our house and all of you in order, she'll turn her nose up at me again. She's a miserable old bat. Cora! You're not wrong, but, well, she is the mayor's wife and your Hydra besides. She was kind to your mother when she was going through the change. Okay. I'll go. Just so Mrs. Marsh has no excuse to complain about us. That's the spirit. We'll wait for you downstairs. I know you're not one for fashion core, but veils are for when outsiders are here. In daylight. 
Are you even going to be able to see anything under there? The Order's got torches. People are going to think you've got some kind of disease. You're sure you're going? Please, Lou. If we keep going back and forth on this, none of us are getting out of the house. And you wouldn't want to miss a chance to gawk at Ishmael Marsh. Ugh. Hey, I get it. He's such a darling young man. But he's not exactly the brightest pearl in the oyster, is he? Mr. Nemo told us he once asked how the moon regrows after it gets cut up for cheese each month. He was 12! That doesn't make it all that better, Luce. No one ever told the lad about comets. <sighs> Don't act as if you're some paragon of knowledge, Finn. I've seen your report cards. All right, kiddos. Either we leave in five minutes, or we're not leaving at all. It's already 11.40. That's why. Oh, horse feathers. You're not even listening to a word I'm saying, are you, Lucy? Sorry, Syl. It's just... Do you know where Ishmael is? What is it that one book that funny Drylander brought over years ago said? I'm not my brother's keeper? Yeah, no. I don't know where he is. It was an awfully violent story. Oh, I keep having nightmares about it. Good evening, everyone. It's my honor to serve as Master of Ceremonies for Tim's retirement party. He's been a fantastic boss, and following his act on air is going to be darned difficult. Isn't that your cousin? Uh, something like that. She grew up out of town. Came here when she started getting a bit scaly. Just to show some of us younger folks how it's done, here's some of Tim's greatest hits. Ugh, I hope they make it quick. They're supposed to be dancing afterwards. Let's start with one of the earlier broadcasts, back when radio was a newfangled invention and everyone wanted to know what young Timothy thought he was doing. Good morning, Innsmouth. Today's announcement is that there's a new technology to be found right here in town. I would like to introduce to you this electromagnetic communications device that some may call a radio. Aw, Tim, you got it popular in town afterwards, didn't you? Yep. I remember when he sent out those radio receiver tits as a kid. Must have gone through three or four before I got it to work. And pretty soon after that, you got the Innsmouth radio show started. Soon, everyone was getting their news from you. In any event, we can look forward to Mr. Marsh's annual feast announcement. And I am overjoyed to announce the marriage of Zariel Meredith and Nurse Avonlea. I am sure will rejoice in their union both above and beneath the orders. Nowadays, we can get instant news from as far away as Jersey. And it's all thanks to you, Tim. Here he is announcing last year's World Series results. It was a darn good game, wasn't it? And now, the man of the hour would like to say a few words. Please join me in honoring Timothy J. Pilchard. You heard the man. Time to strike up a tune and tap your toes. Finn Firth. Do be so kind as to join us. We're all about to start. Coming right there, Miss Alto. One of these days we'll play the good stuff here. I suppose you mean that Jester's so fixated on? 
You know it, old man. Hello, hello. Jonah, good to see you. I'd never miss out on a local hero's retirement. Seeing my brother and my adorable nieces and nephew is just an added bonus. Uncle Jonah, I'm not sure you've noticed, but I'm not a little girl anymore. I don't want to be adorable. Tough. You're adorable, Lulu. You always will be. Ugh. And here's Cory. You trying out some new fashion thing with that veil? Since when has she ever cared what's fashionable, Uncle Jonah? Hey, there's a first time for us all. So what about it, Cor? Is this a new trend with the young'uns? Not really. I just felt more comfortable wearing this right now. Duh. No shame in that. I've had those days too. Glad you came out, though. Most of my days like that, I just shuddered myself in my room. Missed out on a lot of handsome young men that way. Not that they tended to pay your poor old uncle much mind then, either. Thanks. Oh, here's something that'll put some pep in your step. I noticed a dead shark or something wash up on the shoreline. You still interested in taking apart dead stuff, Cor? Uncle Jonah, don't encourage her. It's disgusting. Where? Little ways down by the dock. Can't miss it. It's in quite a few bits at this point, but it's there. Thanks. It's utterly revolting. And now we're never going to hear the end of this stupid shark. She's going to go on and on and on and on about it. But it'll make her happy. Let me just get this veil off so I can get a proper look at you. There. Hey, little fellow. It was a harpoon that got you, wasn't it? I'm sorry. At least it looks like they got you in the head. Maybe you didn't even know after the first burst of pain what was going on. Your neurons just stop sending information. Your lungs and heart just move their last. What's that like? I'm going beneath the waves soon. Maybe in two years. Once the change is done, I won't be like you. I'll never die. My lungs and heart will go on forever. And you? That'll never happen. You're stuck here. Or you're already gone. No one's sure. I hope you're swimming with Father Dagon and Mother Hydra, if you're somewhere else. I hope it's warm, and nothing hurts. Blast and avast! The she-beast consoles what's already gone to Davy Jones' locker. me though how are you ishmael i'm all right just trying to keep up with everyone asking me to dance i should have listened to mother when she told me not to wear these shoes uh well speaking of dancing <sighs> what is that cora 
Wade. She looks just like... Oh, I don't think we've met. Ishmael Marsh at your service. Ishmael, we literally sat next to each other at the community theater last month. You even asked me for the time. I'm Cora. Cora Firth. Oh, uh... Ah, well. Care to dance, Cora Firth? I don't really dance. That's all right. I'll lead. off the young men with sticks. Cora's just as fetching as her mother. Thank you. With lovely scales like that and those sweet, bulging eyes. I wouldn't be surprised if she's engaged before she enters Johannaclay. Shall I ask my husband to start preparing a midnight wedding service? No, no. Sorry. It just seems a bit premature. Cora hasn't even shown any interest in anyone that way. Wade, I think your other daughter's run off. You might want to go check on her. Uh, right. Yes, thanks. Uh, tell Finn he played beautifully if I'm not back when the band stops. Poor Lucy. She does dry so. But Cora was always going to be the pretty one. Lucy... Lucy took after your side of the family, unfortunately. So pink and angular. Though her makeup does hide the worst of it, it must be said. Mrs. Marsh. Yes? I say what I say next with all respect that's due to you. Never talk about my family like that again, you interfering hag. What? Come to laugh at me? It's Dad, Lucy. I'm not here to laugh at anyone. Leave me alone. Are you sure? No. That's why Mom always said I had a quick wit and wonderful personality. You do, Lou. Well, yes. But it's... Also, because I'm not pretty. That's why she never called me her pretty girl. I was her clever girl, her sweet girl, but never her pretty girl. Your mother is the most wonderful person I ever met. But she had the same standards most people here do. But she married you! I'm sorry, but I look like you, Dad. I look like a Firth. And your mother still chose me. Look, sweetheart, it might not seem like it. Dagon knows I never thought it would happen to me. But there's someone out there who will look at you one day and think of how lovely you are and how lucky they are to have found you. 
You promise? I promise. Wonderful banjo work, then. A bit improvisational, but well done. You've always been one of the brightest stars in class. Thanks. Isn't that Mr. Allen over by the shore? <sighs> Why, yes, he'll be yelling into the sea again, just like every night. Should I go check on him? Finn, the man's not well. At a certain point, you have to know when to leave well alone. Besides, the Innsmouth Charitable Society looks after him. Isn't that just Mrs. Marsh and three other old ladies? Be careful about calling them old, Finn. One of those women happens to be my darling wife. Oh, sorry, Mrs. Alto, I didn't mean... I know, I know. Young men like you, everyone over the age of 30 is waist-deep in Yohannathlite. Isn't there anything we can do to help him, though? Mr. Allen, I mean. Like I said, Finn, dear, sometimes it's best to leave alone. Fie! Fie and fire! A cursed town of fish-gilled monstrosities? Spawn of Satan! Perdition reigns in Innsmouth. you enjoyed this sunny day in Innsmouth. Our cast today includes Oliver Graham as Finn Firth, Frederick Verhagen as Waite Firth, Zahava Roger as Lucy Firth, Jane Dew as Cora Firth, Ari Delin as Scylla Marsh, Deanna Pistono as the radio announcer, Krishma Botari as Tim Pilchard, Marin Garcia as Waverly Alto, J.M.P. Hannon as Jonah Firth, Gregory Faulkner as Zadok Allen, Andres Echeverry as Ishmael Marsh. Sahara as Miss Marsh. For more sunny days than Innsmouth, go to wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you, and we hope you have a wonderful day.